Praise God. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. I want to ask you a question this morning because I really do respect the effort that you, that you take to get up and come to a service. Um, this year, Christmas call, falls on Sunday, and it's like, well, what are we going to do about that? Well, we're going we're gonna to do the best we can, each one of us. We're going to take the values and the, the situation that you're in, and, and we're, but we're going to have church here. And it really won't matter corporately, you know. Some, somebody, another pastor said, well, you know, what, what about Sunday? What, 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 if, what if this and what if that? It's like, we're going to be here just as long as we get two or three gathered in his name. We'll raise the dead. If one of them falls over of the three, the other two will raise him up. Amen. So we're good. So there's just things that I respect about you coming to hear the word, but it, it is incumbent upon this pulpit and this voice in this city of River Church to speak the truth and to just not flinch. Point yourself and say, don't flinch. The truth is everything. The truth is the only thing that will always win. It will always be there. It will be uncomfortable. It will be hard. It will be challenging to stand on it. But the truth will always come out the back end. Nothing else will. It will burn up. Uh, so my question to you this morning, this is... <laughs> This is after Thanksgiving. What is really happening when you face a challenge in life that doesn't move? What is really behind the scenes when you speak to it and you're talking to it and you don't like it and, and you know, in Jesus' name, but it stays there? We need to know. And I told you Wednesday about the, a friend of mine who was in a group after church on Wednesday or uh, another Wednesday that said somebody was standing there, been there two years. And said, uh, somebody said, well, what, what is it that when bad things happen to good people? And this man that had been in this church two years under the same gospel that you and I are hearing here didn't know. Just didn't know. And you know we ought to be able to answer that because everybody's asking that question. It doesn't matter how long you've been around. It doesn't matter. You are asking the question, why me? Or why, you know, the name of Jesus and the blood, and I, I love God, and I'm in the Bible every day. What is this thing that's hanging on or won't move? I think we ought to talk about it this morning. And I've, I have a pastoral uh, duty to just speak the truth. And if it, if it whacks you, well, just be whacked, because here's the key. Let me tell you something. There, there's a prophetic thing in this room this morning, and I'm just going to tell you straight up. Um, I'm not sure... There's some vicious attacks being launched against each one of us. This thing is, in the devil's mind, cannot go on at River Church. He cannot get around us. He can't. You think, well, there's just this many and there's just this. He cannot. We are in the spirit. We are bigger than anything else that's going on. It, numbers aren't matter. It's the force that we're able to put up in the faith. But in his mind's eye and his devil, his cohorts and his demons, this thing at River Church is in the way and it's got to go. You just got to know there's an assault. And for you to hook up with this, there's great rewards. Much, much reward. But it's going to be a cost. But everything about this word and everything about the name of Jesus says it'll be no problem. I had an uncle that when I was growing up, he said, no step for a stepper. Amen. So I'm a stepper. Are you a stepper this morning? Well, then it's no step. 
but there's things that are going on right now that I'm not sure, and I don't want to speak to the people this morning, I'm not sure everybody will be with us in a year. I don't know. I'm not saying that I have an idea or that somebody's this or behind the scenes that you don't know. I'm just saying that at any point in any group of believers, there's the devil and there's people that will that the, de- the devil will try to pick off. I have a verse. Um, where have I got y'all? Second Corinthians. Let's read that first and then we'll go back in chapter 13. Let's look in verse five because it says in verse five, examine yourself. Whether ye be in the faith, prove your own selves. Examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith. Be in the faith. Well, that's what I want to do this morning, is I want us all to examine ourselves, whether we be in the faith. Don't take it personal. Don't say why, why, because you and I have to be able individually to withstand the assault, the, the trouble that the devil will send. Now, he's sending it to all Christians. He's not just picking on us, but he is picking on us. Now, if you weren't at River Church, but you were a strong Christian, he's going to pick on you too because your voice is going to rise up. But corporately, we strengthen one another, don't we? When one is down, the Word says, the other one helps him up. The Bible says two is better than one. And it's just never better to be out there by yourselves. Being right, well, those people down there, they don't do it right. Well, we're all working through our own salvation. We're all trying to get it right. Aren't you trying to raise your kids right and trying to raise your grandkids right and trying to get along with your in-laws? Especially after this week, aren't we trying to get along with, you know, all these people? And you go, you know, 10 years ago, if I'd have done it better or different, you know, I, I wouldn't have this trouble. But I didn't know. I, I do a lot of that. So um, examine yourselves, whether you be in the faith, prove your own selves. Two things. Two things we got to know right here this morning. There's, a, there's two truths to examine, and you got to examine yourself this morning. Truth number one is that all of God's promises are true all the time and to me. Could y'all say amen? amen? All of God's promises are true, they're always true, and they're always true to me. So if something's not working, it's not, we, gotta, we just got to put that in there, it's not him. You can't say you're the exception or, you know, somehow God's working out a different deal. So he's allowing this to go around me. If he blessed me, he knows I just get ruined and, and be uh, uh, and backslide. It, that's all junk theology. You know, God can't bless me because he knows it would ruin me. I've just, I'd, I'd, I'd leave and go off the deep end. So he's keeping me lean so I can be mean. You know, it's just, that's just not the word. But that's why people say they don't have anything instead of examining themselves in the faith. And the next, second thing is, now this one's going to be uh, a good one. Faith cannot be disappointed. Point to yourself and say it with me. Faith cannot be disappointed. If you've ever been disappointed, let me tell you, because I've been disappointed, I just wasn't in faith. Because faith cannot be disappointed. You can't say, I was in faith and it didn't work out. Because when you're in faith, it works out. Let's examine ourselves in the faith this morning to see if we're in faith. Because we got a big year in 2017. We got a big year. Let, Let me just, I can read you the word of the Lord that came this morning. And it just fits with everything God's told us. 
Remember the children of Israel, God sent them out into the wilderness, and they were not used to five-star restaurants. They weren't used to, they were, they were just, it was nothing. They were slaves and had been for 400 years. But when God took them out there and said, follow me, I'm going to take care of you, he didn't, he didn't, it wasn't McDonald's and Hardee's and all that. It was manna, but it was every day, and it was water from the rock. Now, nobody then or now has seen water come out of the rock, a rock that's standing up like that. We've seen seeping water, and you've seen springs that bubble up, but when somebody whacks on the rock, there's something supernatural. When you can, when you can feed, or you, when you can water a million and a half people, Every day. Amen. So God took care of them, but did you know they complained even then? Because it wasn't like they were used to, and they weren't even used to good. It was just that after a while, that manna got to be same-o, same-o. We cry about the menu, you know, or we, we cry about, ah, oh, there's nothing to eat in this town, you know, there's, and there's a restaurant coming up every day, and we're still like, oh, how boring. And so... We're just, that's just the human condition. It's just wrong. If you go back to Seagraves, Texas, you go, hoo-hoo. <laughs> this good. We're looking good here in Tuscaloosa County. It's, this is not bad because we've been there. So God's promises are all true. They're all true to me, and they're all true to me all the time. And faith cannot be disappointed. And so anything that I'm disappointed about that causes despair, despair depression, uh, to languish, to, to, uh, to be down in any way, just know we weren't in faith because faith cannot be disappointed. I've been, I've been on, not often, not often. I don't get down often, but, and I've never been down very far. But if I've ever found myself going, what in the world and what is going on? I just knew I had to. Get in faith. And I, I need to get in faith. Do you need to get in faith this morning? Already, just, I've just been going 10 minutes. In, now let me go back to Luke chapter 22. He just gave me this scripture. Stepping in this morning. And then Debbie talked about getting in faith about our tithe. So I got the green light to bring this one. Verse uh, 25 says, uh, the Lord Jesus is talking to his boys in chapter 22, and he says, uh, he's teaching them. He says, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors. But ye shall not be so. But he that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he that is chief as he that doth serve. For whether is greater is that... He that sitteth at meat, or he that serveth, is not he that sitteth at meat, but I am among you as he that serveth. Ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations. Now right there, he's marking them out and saying, ye have continued, speaking as if not everybody had continued. He's saying, you are the ones that are still here. We know over in John where there was a whole bunch of people when he talked about the eat my flesh and drink my blood. <laughs> they took the Amtrak to New Orleans and said, we're, we're going we're to have to think about this. But he said, you are the guys. And even them said, you know what? He, and they said, well, where can we go? You alone have the words of life. He said, ye are the ones which have continued with me in my temptations. 
and I appoint unto you a kingdom. He's a rewarder if you stay with the truth. I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father has appointed unto me. So we get the same kind of treatment that the father gave to the Lord Jesus. He turned and said, I'm going to appoint you a kingdom. Now, the Lord's appointing you and I a kingdom here at River Church. And it's not because of River Church, but it's because we've just said Jesus is king. I'm bought with a price and I'm going to stay with him. Whether it's Tuscaloosa or Nevada or, you know, Omaha, we're just going to stay with the Lord no matter which way the track goes. And who we're married to and what their kinfolks are and, you know, just the finances and companies. And we're just going to stay. We're going to stay with the Lord. Doesn't mean we won't fall off, but we, we examine ourselves and said, wake up, dummy. This isn't faith. This is the track that's going down. The devil is is trying to get you off. And here he said uh, in verse uh, in verse 30 that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. So now he's getting out there and talking about uh, the times way beyond their life. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon. Now here it is. To whom much is given, much is required. Let's point to ourselves and say it. To whom much is given, much is required. Now, we like to read about and find out, <laughs> the Lord's got me in mind. I've stayed, I'm in, I'm still steady, I'm believing, I'm checking myself, and things are good for me. But then he turned and said, now let me tell you what the cost is. Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I've prayed for thee that thy faith fail not, that thy faith fail not. He said, I'm praying for you, not that you'll make it, not that the devil will be put off, but that your faith won't fail. Because if your faith won't fail, you're going to be okay. Let me just tell you, people can do you good. Preachers can do this and ex-in-laws ex can do that. All the things that are in life, your employer. But if your faith doesn't fail, you're good. Because faith is never disappointed. Every day is a good day when you're in faith, even when you're barely eating or even when the car's not. And you're, if you're in faith, everything's fine. And literally, everything's turning out amazing. Amen. Stay with me here, because we just got to make sure. We got to examine ourselves that we're still in the faith. I've been there, and then I've got kind of, you know, you waffle in and waffle out. You get, like Debbie said, you get distracted. I've been tithing for 25 years, you know. Put it in the bucket and let's move on. No, got to stop because I got to eat today. After 25 years of eating, I still got to believe God to eat today, to pay the bills. And that's what I want to talk to you about this morning. It's about our faith in that. He said, Simon, behold, Satan, the devil himself hath desired to, to, to uh, have you. The word there is a subpoena word. It's a legal term that means he's, he's called for you, and the officers are at the door saying, we have cause to make you appear. It's a, it's a legal term. And 
Jesus said he's going to sift you as wheat. He's going to take you through an accusation process. He's going to tell you why you're off. It won't work. It's not going to happen. He's going to take away the slideshow of the kingdom of heaven that the Lord just said. I'm going to appoint you over and give you authority and everything is going to be the best of anybody. He's going to show you the other side. The suffering, the standing, the hours of prayer, the, the, the standing against temptation, putting your money in the offering when you'd like to get your stuff out of layaway. You know, he's going to show you the other side. He's going to try to sift you at, as wheat, grind you through a visual and a tactile experience. He said, but I'm praying for you that your faith won't fail, that you'll keep your eyes on the prize. You'll never be disappointed if you're in faith. And he said that thou faith fail, that thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, he said, strengthen thy brethren. So it's real important here that we stay in faith. Turn with me to Hebrews chapter 11, if you would. Faith cannot be disappointed. So if we've ever caught ourselves, just think back just for a moment right now. Man, that was a tough thing. I was disappointed about how that turned out. You know, I needed them to, to, to do their part, and I uh, needed them to help, and I needed my, I've been at this job this many years, and they're still treating me like the, the part-time help, and, and uh, on and on. That's life. I'm telling you the truth. That's life. I've, I'm not old, but I've been around a while, and I've pretty much seen everybody around it's life. It all plays out different, like when they shuffle you, uh, when they deal you a hand in a card game. You know, you fan them out, and you know, you got, you got nothing that goes together. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it's like, what is this? I got to have three books, and nothing matches. But you get to draw and discard and work yourself into the winning hand, so to speak. And life is that way. And you, every day you get up, and the devil says, I'm going to sift you. I'm going to sift you, and I'm going to show you how bad it could be. But the thing is, is when they knock on the door, you don't have to answer it. Package for you, mister. Wrong house. Wrong house. We're not taking that junk. But we, it's a constant process. And so you know Galatians says, here's what we've had to do all year long. This was the year of do not be weary in well-doing because you'll reap if you don't faint. And there's always that caveat at the end, if you don't faint. It's like, Lord, if I don't faint, that ought to be enough. He said, no, you can't faint. If, I, if I've been doing good, I ought to get it. No, nope, you got to not faint. You cannot hit the low spot because the devil will take you to court in the low spot. He'll take it all. You have to start over. Doesn't seem fair, but it is the kingdom. It says in Hebrews chapter 11, I'm reminded that uh, in the Old Testament, Moses was in charge. Y'all remember Moses being in charge? He's the man that went up the hill and talked to God, didn't come down, came down and his face shone. They had to put a veil over it. He was in charge. Aaron didn't go up the hill. Miriam didn't go up the hill. God didn't ever say, Aaron, you're my friend. But later on, when Moses began to tell them hard things, and he told them hard things, listen to me, he told them hard things to protect them. If you'll stay in the will of God, if you'll stay in faith, the devil can't touch you. Let me tell you, he'll threaten, he'll spew, he'll carry on. He's got plans of evil, a detailed strategy against everybody in this room. 
Don't think because it hadn't played out. Even we know that in America. Don't think that because it hadn't played out that it's not in the tank somewhere, that it's not somewhere written up. If this thing moves this way and this thing moves that way, we will strike against America. That's, that's just the MO of this day. Well, the devil's been doing it longer than ISIS or whoever. You've got to stay strong. If you stay strong, he never gets an opportunity. But as we say around here, a one-inch square screen door in a submarine sends it to the bottom. We just can't have 65% success rate in brain surgery and get customers. <laughs> we gotta be, it's got to be perfect every time. And your faith in mine has to be perfect every time. It sounds daunting, but the only thing is, is we were created for faith. We attract faith. Faith comes to us. We have a desire for the word. We have a desire for victory. It's been programmed into us. We are regenerated into his image. And it's just as easy for us to be strong as it was for the Lord Jesus. Temptations, yes, to go off with the weaker crowd and the, and the crowd that just doesn't believe, but we, it's in us. It's not like we are mere men. We are sons of God, and this is who we are. This is what we do. This is what we have. So if we just stay straight, if we just stay together under the word, we never, we never have to wonder, is this thing going to work? It, truth will always come out. Amen? So you know the temptation to sift us is just to get us off, to get us out of faith, just to get you out of faith, just to get you where you just don't know about this. I'll tell you, people that aren't in faith, let me tell you something. They're cranky. Did you know when you get out of faith what you are? You're cranky. You're irritable. You're worried. You're fearful. You're sweet on the outside. But we know what it's like to be not in faith. You get to talking about things that you shouldn't be talking about, speculating about things that, that are not in your life. You begin to criticize, dishonor, 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 dishonor. It's, that, it's, it's the first, it's on the blueprint of sending the submarine to the bottom. Is on that griping and cranky and dishonor. It's the weaving machine that cuts a little hole with a torch and puts that screen door in and says, it's just this big. And look how big this ship is. It's huge. It's longer than a football field. It'll go to the bottom. True? Absolutely. And so we got to be smarter than that. Are you kidding? People are crazy. Even apostles and prophets, certainly pastors, and, you know, going through their own faith battles and going through their old thing, we can't, we, Jesus, Jesus is, is our mark. Look here in Hebrews, it says in chapter 11, verse 6, it says, uh, let's read it together. Verse 6, King James, ready, read. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's the truth about faith right there. It's impossible to please God, not without good works, without a history, without uh, look at what I've done, look at what I've been, look at how I've kept myself, look how I've suffered. It says right now, today, every morning that the sun comes up and you get up with it, you got to please God with your faith that day. 
Did you know the temptation is to say, I'm a this and I've a done of that? And say, I believe I'm pleasing God. But if you don't have faith, the Bible says that stuff doesn't matter. Boy, he's preaching good. Praise God. The Amplified says, without faith, it is impossible to please and be satisfactory. It's not even like pleasing. Be satisfactory. For whoever would come near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he is a rewarder of those who earnestly and diligently seek him out. Now, I'm here to proclaim to you, based on the word of God, that God always answers faith. It's exactly like if someone hired you in this United States and said, I'll pay you $20 an hour. I need you all day long. You can check out at five, $20 an hour. And you plow the corn, you do the job, and at 5 o'clock, you come in there and say, been here eight hours, times 20, that's 160 bucks. They pay. It's the same word. God rewards faith. He pays. He pays. Don't say, I've been this and I've done that. I've stayed steady in my little, in my little murmuring here and my little criticism there. It doesn't matter, you know, because, nope, he pays fairly. The words I looked up here in uh, uh, the word faith means, guess what faith means? It means conviction. Lots of people say, yeah, I'm in faith. But what they have is a preference. If you put the fire up long enough, if you squeeze a little bit, you find out they're not in conviction at all. They're in pre preference. I prefer to believe that. I prefer to believe that Jesus is the healer and that the tither is blessed. But if you put enough pressure on me and say, we, we got to pay the rent, we cannot bring our tithe in, no condemnation, just need to know you weren't in conviction, you were in preference. Is that right? That, without faith, without conviction, the word also means assurance, it means uh, belief, it means, this is an interesting word, it means fidelity. Fidelity is the same word as... Uh, uh, I forget that word, but it means the same through and through. Fidelity is, means honesty and uh, forthwith. Uh, so faith is a conviction. So without conviction, it's impossible to please him. So maybe Christians are not pleasing him. Maybe they're not getting a reward because they're not in faith. Have you ever been out of faith, but you were still in there? You, you weren't throwing stuff overboard. You weren't saying, I don't believe. You just didn't have a conviction about that right now based on something that had happened and a disappointment in your life, and yet you'd been good, you'd been good, you'd been good. On the outside, you were so good, but inside something had changed, and we just weren't, we didn't examine ourselves. The word impossible is a very interesting word. Without faith or conviction, it's impossible. The word doesn't mean that God says no. It just means, the word means weakness. It means impotent. It means that uh, without faith, there's nothing there that can get over the wall. It cannot do the job. It's weak. It's impotent. The word means unable to accomplish. So God says there's a standard here, and there's only one thing that'll, that'll touch me. Just like only Jesus will get you born again, only faith will cause his reward to come. In other words, you want to get paid? You want to get your wages for working all day in the kingdom? It had to come by faith. 
Well, God, I worked all day and I didn't do bad all day. He said, well, we only pay on faith. Conviction, persuasion, fidelity, we only pay on that. But Lord, I was so many other things. And back when I was 22, you know, I went to the mission field. Yeah, but you're 45 now and we have to have a today wage. We already paid you on that wage, on that work. Is this right? But today, if you want to please him, you can't come up with what you did. You have to come up with what you're doing. A conviction, a persuasion that causes you to act and, and interface in a certain way. The word cometh simply means to approach and come near, which tells us that faith goes. Faith isn't something that was. It's something that's active, that's moving, that's, that's alive. So faith is moving. We've got to freshen up our faith, don't we, all the time. The word rewarder, I just talked about it. The word is really the word remunerator, which talks about wages. It talks about a man getting hired and for a set wage, working the time, and the employer paying justly. He is a just employer, as it were, in straight terms. So if we didn't get it, we didn't do it. Examine our faith. We're, that's what we're doing this morning. We're just saying, I got to make sure I'm in faith because it's not really going like I, you know, what is this? What's the delay? What's this? What's this little reward I'm getting? And what's this this thing that's not turning out? I used to work all the time. Debbie was telling a story yesterday about, you know, about us. that says, oh, yeah, we were when we always thought we were in faith, but found out we were just young concerning healing and hell. We just found out we were 38 years old and. Kryptonite couldn't hurt us. <laughs> we turned 42 and it's like, what? I thought we were in faith and maybe we had been. But, you know, you can rest on the past and say, I am. But what you really mean is I was. This is good preaching, y'all. This is going to help us. And so the reward ro re remunerator, it's just wages. And then the word diligently seek. Another, you never know when you get in the dictionary what these words mean in the, in the Greek. But the word diligently seek, it's in uh, uh, he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. It's the word investigation. It means to search out, to conduct an investigation. In other words, a lot of Christians are close enough. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. What are, I, I had a family member one time. I said, well, what do you believe? He said, I believe whatever the Baptists believe. <laughs> I was floored at the time, which means he didn't know anything about what he believed. He's just like, I'm with them. Ask them what I believe. <laughs> Truly. And so, uh, who diligently seek him means someone... That's investigating. What does the Word say? What does the Word say? I'm, I'm investigating the Word. I'm investigating what he, will, what he said He will do for me and what it takes to qualify for Him to do for me. I ask people all the time, got, got a lady, for $25 you can get people born again. Really? Had a homeless person that had been in this church a long time ago, had to drive clear over to Alberta City, and they, you know, and he had a wife or a girlfriend or a somebody, and they had a baby. You know, it gets complicated. But actually, it's very simple. It's really just life. Hallelujah. And uh, 
oh yeah, we're saved. I was this and I was that. Well, got her away from him and said, darling, here's how it take, what it takes. Have you ever done that? Huh. Got her gloriously saved. You know, paid, paid them for some groceries, went over there with some money, church money, and, and paid, paid their way. And they were like, well, you know, this is start arguing with me. I said, whoa, I came with grocery money. You asked me to come with grocery money. I have a right to be here. He said, well, you know, you're right. And he shut up because I still had the money, by the way. <laughs> you pay to play. I pay to play. Amen. Y'all, you, you got to know this. This is part of it. Amen. They don't want to know about heaven until they know about supper. And so we brought them supper. So it means to investigate. So we, just because you, now listen, this is the truth. Just because you know about healing, because you've read about healing, you've heard about healing, doesn't mean you're investigating. Diligently seek him. He's a rewarder of those that are still on the hunt. Faith comes, is stirred up, arises by hearing the word. We're all got faith inside of us, just like we all got a, uh, you know, a, a liver or a gizzard or whatever is inside of all of us the same, but it's got to be activated to work. And so we have to activate our faith. Amen. Listen to this, Hebrews 12. Well, you're right there. Just slip over one page. We'll read it together. It says, Wherefore, verse 1, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, must be some, and the sin, must be some, which doth so easily, easily, that word means uh, it beset us. That means to uh, that it's, it's lawful, but it's not profitable. Stuff that's just honest, that, that God doesn't say, don't do that, but we shouldn't. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Look here, look here. Read it with me, verse 2. Looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith. I want to lift up a Jesus this morning who is the author and finisher of your faith. And I want to put down a faith that's not authored and finished and developed by Jesus. A past faith based on works or laurels or position or, or kindness or just a straight and narrow Christian. I just, I just never, I just don't cheat on my taxes, and I don't speed. Well, it just won't get you healed. Let me tell you about the people that were prophets, soul winners, and, and faith healers, divine technicians that prayed for other people and couldn't get healed. Uh, Debbie's grandmother was like, she had, she, she, they put her in the hospital and said, honey, she said, but I'm a soul winner. And she was. By goodness, if you didn't have Jesus, she would find you out and drag you down. You were going to get saved. But she didn't know anything about healing. She wasn't dil diligently uh, seeking God about that. She just knew about it. Ah, yeah, he's my healer. By his stripes, I was healed. And she couldn't get healed. And because she said, I'm a soul winner. There's prophets, one of them this last week, 60 years old, the prophet in the kingdom, who, whoever and whatever, died of some lung disease. You go, what? Prophesied, audiences, people, famous, accurate, this. died, 60. Let me tell you, experientially, 60 is not old enough. 
I'm telling you, <laughs> there's more, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here for it. Um, for protection and promotion and for forgiveness, uh, can you tell God? Now I'm a giver, and I've tithed for years, and I've uh, I need protection, Lord, because I've been an usher, I've been a this, and I've been a that, and I've we've always this and that. It doesn't work, does it? Y'all tell me. Because you don't have, you got to have faith for promotion and protection. When the devil's coming with a Mack truck over you, and your baby's out there, you can't say, "Lord, I'm a member of the church, and I clean every Saturday, and sing every Sunday." Freshen up here. We're just freshening up our faith. Hallelujah. Um, do can you get a waiver for serving or giving or attendance because you're important? Can you say, God, I tell people about Jesus at my big job, and I'm, I'm on this board, and I'm on that deal, and they all know I'm a Christian, but because I have such demands on me, I am not able to be at services all the time. I'll come when I can, but Lord, I'm important. How many of y'all know cancer comes for those people just like he does? He, the devil hath desired to sift you as wheat. That is a kingdom... Uh, Standard, but most people are already under the wheat mill, the millstone, as it were. They, most the Christians, they're just that's where they live. So the devil doesn't have to drag them up. Um, what if you said, Lord, I have a spiritual spouse. My wife is there all the time, and I told her she can give five dollars in every service. Turn her loose. Can she? Can that man get protection and deliverance and whatever? We all know that's crazy talk. But that's exactly how a lot of people think. And I know you don't think that way, but there's an edge. There's a gradient to everything in life. It's not always absolute. I don't think that way, therefore I'm okay. There's gradients of how we can think and slide and rest on things we've done or even that we're thinking about. You know, in the nation, when somebody has a, a disaster, high up people says, "Our prayer, we're thinking and praying about you. What do they say? Our, you're in our prayers. You're... Th you're in our thoughts and prayers. Well, that's lame. That's, as soon as they say that, that that's, they're done praying and thinking. <laughs> it's over. They, they just, it's just a, a form of religion. Well, we don't do that, of course, but we could be in some venue of the feather of that, the edge of that, and our faith fail. Now, family, I'm going to remind you, it's not like, but I'm this and I'm good at that and I've done this. It, none of it counts. You just The drunk in the gutter is no less if we're not in faith. He only pays on faith. Turn with me to Matthew 20. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to squeeze this out this morning because I think it's so important. When we claim, because the word is true, when we claim that we're in faith but we're, our results are not, when I claim I'm in faith, but I'm not getting faith results, there's always a time factor. So I don't want to say, you know, it's got to happen in 30 minutes or you're just an imposter. But I will say that it doesn't take God 20 years. It doesn't take him one year. Now, there are things where there's a vision of faith like we are here at River Church where we're believing for our city and a move of God. That doesn't mean if it doesn't happen in 30 days that, that we're, we're imposters. But it does mean we're moving towards it and we're, we're believing God for change, for, 
for turnaround, for a residual. And we're seeing that. It says in Matthew 20, yeah, this is what we preach on after Thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children with her sons, worshiping him and desiring a certain thing of him. And he said to her, what wilt thou? Now, Zebedee's sons, who was that? That was James and John, wasn't it? Was it? It was two of them anyway, two of the, two of the good ones. Hallelujah. And uh, he, she said, well, grant that, that these my two sons may sit, the one on the right and the other on the left, in thy kingdom. So she was, she was asking the hard thing. He said, ye know not what she asked. So we got to qualify with our faith for everything. She was just out there saying, ah, oh, let's get a pink Cadillac, Lord. Let's get a, you know, I want to have a million dollars by the weekend. Well, you just know that we're going to have to qualify with our faith. We have to investigate. And I'm going to submit to you that we're going to have to tighten up to go where we're going. I told you earlier, I don't know if everybody is going to be here in a year because this thing's narrowing all the time. To much, who much is given, what is it? Much is required. More is required of me than doodle-doo down the street. Not because he's less bought with the price, not that he hidden commission from God. It's just that I know that I'm called in this particular venue. We're all called to preach the gospel in the sense of the ministry, but, but it's way easier just to do your due and retire and go down the, to the lake than it is to have a thing that says, we're in till it's finished. We're, and, and I'll tell you, I've been here, it'll be 20 years in February that we moved into this town. Now, we didn't move, our, we didn't move till August, but we had our first service in February. Barry Paul Smith was in that service on, December, on February 9th, 1997. And we've never been in that 20 years. Doesn't mean we hadn't done things wrong. And certainly doesn't mean that we wouldn't back us. But we're talking about the kingdom here. We're not talking about personal preferences where, you know, do, do I spank him for this or do I, you know, we buy that. I'm talking about the kingdom. Uh, as far as I know, never messed up in the sense of wronging a person. I have honed it and sharpened it, as we all have. We're growing up. And we're getting off the milk and on the meat. But we are without, what should I say? We're qualified. Debbie and I are qualified. The bar is in him, not in people. So we can't leave. We can't quit because we're qualified. But you have to wonder if you're qualified. You're going to have to look inside and say, is this a preference or a conviction? And is he just called because he draws a salary? We do draw a salary. We draw the salary here that's left over. But, but yet we never talk about money, except in the sense of our, all of our, just our duties. So I'm, I'm without, I'm qualified. I'm qualified to stay here and be here and go the distance. And let me tell you, the Lord's going to take care of me and her based on what we do personally. What we do corporately or whatever might, might, might look a little bit different. Um, 
I'm blessed. And I have an obligation, as parents do, and I'm not saying I'm your parent by any means. I'm just saying it's a, it's a like comparison to say and do according to what's best for you. Like a parent is. I'm going to spank you, and this is going to hurt me worse than it hurts you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then they bring out this paddle. Oh, hallelujah. And say, yeah, Dad, that's right. That's what Colin says. Yeah, right. But we're, this is not just a job for us. We could be anywhere in the United States. I mean, according to him, according to the Lord, he could have assigned us. We'd have been in, in Arkansas or Oregon. It wouldn't matter to us because we're called. But I say to you, you're called too. And there's an assault, there's a sifting going on against each one of us to get us off and to tear us apart. And I say, we resist the devil and he flees from us. Would y'all resist the devil with me? And he flees from us. And we draw ranks in faith, not in personality, not in past, certainly. And if I am wrong, if I have offended someone, and I didn't say I hadn't offended people, because that's just part of the gospel. But as far as I know, we've not ever uh, act uncomely concerning the gospel. And um, if we had, we would have repented of it and apologized. And we have done that in, for some little things. I'm just saying this is a ride that in 2017 is going to be awesome because he's a rewarder. He's a rewarder of those that diligently investigate and research him and his word. And I didn't ask for this word that came this morning. Wasn't expecting it. It just came. God just dropped it in and said, you need this this morning. Before discouragement comes into your life, let me tell you, if you're open to him, if you're investigating his word, he will send you encouragement that fends off the discouragement. He, we shouldn't need another word, but if we do, and I've needed one before, he sends it. He's faithful. This scripture in Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold on to the hope that we profess without the slightest hesitation, for he is utterly dependable. Say it with me, for he is utterly dependable. Again, for he is utterly dependable. He is, y'all. And that's how we're going to leave it in 2016. He is utterly dependable. You've been through a fight? Yes, we have. We are called to fight the good fight. We win the fight that's good, and we are winning. And it doesn't really matter what's going on around us so much. We're called to this city and this state of Alabama. Now, it's pretty, it's pretty overwhelming, it is, uh, to think about hosting a move of God in Alabama. Don't know how that's going to be, but I have heard people say that if you think you can do it, it's not faith. Well, I am not amazed to think there is no way that little old me and little old us can do anything about the state of Alabama. We're just trying to make it to the weekend sometimes. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about? And yet, and yet, he, he put Moses in charge when he couldn't speak, and he put, you know, he put David the shepherd in charge. He's just put us in charge of stuff, and there's, there's no way we could say we can handle that. I, we are totally in him. He is utterly dependable. That's my favorite verse right now, for he is utterly dependable. I mean, it's, it's picked me up. It's, 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 I like that Iron Man where the, where the uniform comes on and he holds up his hand. That's, uh, he is utterly dependable. 
Amen. Let's stand up and just worship Jesus. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the beginning. He's the prince of our faith. He's the finisher. It's the same word that he said on the cross. It is finished. He's the finisher of your faith. You have nothing to do with your faith. Quit relying on your experience, your good works, your, 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 you didn't fall into sin and say, I have nothing except his faith in me. And I'm going to please him with that. Lord, we lift our hands and we thank you for a fresh anointing of the faith of God. We are fresh uh, uh, renewal, Lord, of you being so delightful that we pursue you to investigate and research. We are drawn by the fragrance of your goodness, and we, Lord, are enamored by your, your, your mysteries and your wonder and your, how provocative you are to call us out. And we say, Jesus, we are bought with a price, and we love you, and we want you more than life. And we will not be tempted and fall away. We will not be sifted. We will not become the enemy's victory. Our testimony will be sure. Jesus is King. Jesus is Lord. We give you praise this morning. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Whew, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, last week we talked about the blood and the name, the precious things. I want to remind you to keep that blood on you. There's faith in that. What if we lived in Zambia or Sierra Leone or, or Malaysia? They're, 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 those people get up with a terrorist attack on them every morning. And here we are in USA. We don't even know what that is. And yet... We are totally dependent on him taking us. I tell you, sisters, I, I don't like to lump you all together and say this, but I can tell you there's a thread of something running through the two of you that God, I don't know where it comes from, but I'm telling you, he's going to use you. And I'll tell you, any disappointment that any of you have ever had, the, God, the Lord God is going to redeem you out of it and make it up. And that's the word I heard. He's going to make it up. Now, he didn't fail you. He didn't come short. So he doesn't have to make it up because he didn't mess up. But the devil disappointed, and he's going to make it up. Where the Bible says, uh, uh, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. That's not talking about that God's going to whack whoever whacked you. I'll repay. It means I'll make it up. I'll repay what the devil or somebody took. He's going to repay y'all. In Jesus' name, Lord, I speak blessings on Sophia and Ananda. Lord, I call a new glory on them, a new strengthening in them, a new pursuit in them, a new hunger in them. Lord, to find their place now and, Lord, fit in it and the grace of God to take them in that where you are sending them. I give you praise for these sisters, Lord. Bless them now, I say in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I love you. Praise God. Deb, what you got? Amen. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Amen. Love y'all. We'll pray for you if you need anything.